Hello, Space Boy. Who knows that reference? That's Yay. David Bowie, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Welcome back to part two of our Pet Shop Boys Snog Marry and Divorce special. So who did we have in part one? We had Reese, we had Paul, and we had Lee. Yo. And we've actually been really well behaved. Nobody's smacked each other in the face. Nobody's been shouting at one another. Really. It's been nice. so good. Oh, it's been yeah. lovely. Yeah, a round of applause to everyone. I think it's the training on radio that's really helped us. So. <laughs> I'm just waiting until we can host the Smash It's Pool Winners Party. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh my God, bring it back. Absolutely. We've got nine more Pet Shop Boys songs to get through. And three, from three more pop gays. So let's get on with it, shall we? And, and our first pop gate of part two. Do you remember when he was more easily led behind the cricket pavilion in the bicycle shed? Oh, oh. Trembling as our dreams came true. We looked deep into those blue eyes and knew it was love. It's Tim. <gasps> oh, <laughs> he was love. never behind the cricket shed, Tim. <laughs> bike sheds. Ooh. An old oh, yeah, the bike shed still got my name on it. <laughs> and I'm now 47. Is there, is there a blue plaque? <laughs> yeah. Here is where Tim took loads. <laughs> he got bowled over. Oh my god, this quickly turned, didn't it? <laughs> just, oh my god. It's got a hole in it as well. Yeah, I bet it does, yeah. Twenty two inch hole. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to kick through and it you know. I would try to say you're on a sticky wicket then. So much for the radio training, eh? That's out of the window already. <laughs> Big Tim, go to tell us your big snob choice, please. Oh, big Tim, big Tim. Yep. So, my choices are actually all in the 90s, I just realised, but this is probably the era that um, I actually stood up and noticed the Pet Shop Boys. Huh? So, stood up. Yeah, exploring um, yourself, exploring others. Exploring everybody <laughs> So, this else. was the fifth and final <laughs> single from their fifth studio album that was released in 1993, which was very... The single was released on 29th of August and it's called Yesterday When I Was Mad. And the song is about the stresses of touring and how being away from loved ones can make musicians unwilling to trust others or carry on with their career. That's a creative, the winning. It's creative people, full stop. You just can't be trusted. No, they can't. I mean, yeah. You've got Paul who eats pies and he's creative. I love pies. I'm very creative. You are, yes. We don't trust you. But yeah, it's um, it, reached, it reached number 13 in the charts. The very album itself, I absolutely love. I had it on a cassette. But yeah, it's just a great song. It's silly, but yeah, I really, really like it. 
I was thinking about songs to pick for my divorce choice, and this was one of the potentials. <gasps> oh. But then I went and listened to it, and I thought, actually, no, it's not. I actually do really like it. But something I don't love, I don't love the video. It's horrible, isn't it's it? It's not nice. No. no. It reminds me of, who's seen the movie Event Horizon? No. No. I but I don't think I've seen the music video to this either. There's bits in Event Horizon where they have flashes of a not very nice scenario, put it this way, and there's like this kind of like image in the Pet Shop Boys video of this face with eyes popping out and tongues oh, popping no. out. And it's quite, it's quite grotesque. It's a bit disturbing. <laughs> yeah. they, were, they were kind of starting to embrace that kind kind of cgi video stuff weren't they with mm. the like hyper realism but it, it's horrible it kind of floats around a lot yeah. doesn't it mm. i think it's designed to be watched with wearing those really old school blue and red 3d glasses <laughs> oh i used <laughs> to love those yeah all of the videos were a bit weird from that album but i don't particularly i don't love that video but i do actually quite like the song not bad song it probably is a little bit of a hidden gem really it's it, it, it's not a song people would it's not obvious. Obvious, that's the choice, yes. And I read somewhere that someone said it was about the rude things that people say to touring musicians, and apparently that's why. And there's a line in the song where it says, it's fabulous you're still around today. You've both made such a little go a very long way. And apparently <laughs> someone come up and said that to them while they were on tour, and they were quite offended. Do you know what? And people pricks. <laughs> like, who even put money into you for you if it says something like that? Brenda. <laughs> Karen, <laughs> she's the worst. So yeah, yeah, that was I thought that was an interesting fact that people, and I suppose that is true. See, when you're on tour, you must get lots of weirdos just yeah. like coming up to you, just acting inappropriate to mm. you. Oh, I get them all time. I know. I just have to go. Okay, <laughs> and then I just turn around, and walk off. Oh, just uh, listen. Get away from me. That's how you do with these folks. Just get away from me. Get away from me. Yeah. Jump the volcano. I think. Because they kind of were that kind of electro pop boom, I don't think people expected them to still be around as long as they were. They kind of thought, oh, it's a bit of a novelty, and then they'll, they'll be gone. And Have they done Glastonbury? I feel yep. like they've done Glastonbury. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, good for them. Thanks for that one, Tim. Are you going to tell us your marriage choice next, please? So, uh, this album's already been mentioned tonight, um, but not this particular song. It's the second single that's released in September 1999 of the Nightlife album. Um, it's called New York City Boy. And it's an absolute 
bop and banger and like uh, yeah i remember when i heard it way back and uh, yeah it was just we can tell when tim really likes something because his effeminate hand actions go really really out the chart <laughs> and he kind of like sounds like you know the swedish guy from the muppets <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd never thought of that before. The Pet Shop Boys, when they did gay songs, they really did gay songs. Oh, God, the yeah. They did. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, this song reached number uh, 14 in the charts. It had a lot of um, disco culture-like songs influencing it. Um, I bet it was song. a... Yeah, are you going to tell them the sample? I was going to tell you the sample, but... I won't spoil it then. You tell us who the sample is, because I did not know this. Tell us who the um, sample is, Tim. Tell us who the sample is. Tell us, tell us, tell us, man. Uh, the sample is Giorgio Moroder and Donna Summer, MacArthur Park. Ooh. Oh. And I can't hear it. <laughs> have to listen to it now. I'm going to find the sample. I yeah. can't. Yeah. I can't, I can't quite pick it out. Mm. Is that someone oh. left a cake out in the rain? Yes, it is. Oh, I love that song. Mm-hmm. It's so gay. Is that like a, is that like a euphemism for something? For drugs. And it's for drugs. Oh, is it really? Is yeah. it? I don't think I'll ever bake that recipe again. Yeah. But, but look, oh. it took too long to bake it. Yeah. I thought it was about being a sloppy <laughs> bottom. Oh, I thought it was okay with that. Stop talking about yourself. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> not, it was about drugs. What's oh, it? Say no. was in me reaffirming again, I'm so anti-drugs. I just don't get it. Don't do yeah. drugs, kids. Don't do drugs, kids. Just be sloppy bottom. That's just be a sloppy bottom. <laughs> it always reminds me of uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. It was possibly my favourite <laughs> like moment. Oh, have you, Are you talking about the musical or the film? Yes, the film. Oh, right. If you, if you ever get a chance to see the musical, the costumes mm-hmm. for that section. Oh, I've my seen it. God. I've seen, I've seen the musical three times. Oh, I love it. it. I nice. saw it with Jason Donovan. It was yeah. ace. It was so ace. Best when they come out of the bus and she's like, oh, she's yep. left her kick Has left her kick out. <laughs> In the In rain. rain. <laughs> Brilliant. But anyway, good choice, Tim. Yeah, great. I did read somewhere so that somebody likened it to an early Your Disco Needs You. Yeah. Yep. Possibly. Complete with camp video and men's codices throughout yes. was the review. Yeah. I think that's probably very, very mm. true. So, yeah, Tim. So, yeah, this has all been lovely, but it's time to find out which PSB song you're serving the divorce papers on. Come clean now. This is going to be a bit controversial, I think. I don't know. It may not be. Um, it done really well in the charts, released in 1993, reached number two of the very album. It was a cover. <laughs> um, if you don't go east. Oh, oh west! Oh, my dears. Okay. Him right.
I'm on board with you, Tim. Lee. Oh, what is wrong with you both? I just, like, it's a good song, but I just remember at the time it was like, too much go west, laughing bitch on the air, go west in the air, be like, shut the fuck up, I don't want to go west. Oh my god. You wanted to go north, didn't you, Tim? And I wanted to go north. <laughs> did. To explore people and explore others. It is typical of, like, gay tracks of that time. I mean, you had village people, didn't you? Yeah. It, it was very much that kind of... Well, it was a cover of a village people's track, was it not? Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, I yes. think it was, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. We want you, we want you, we want you as a new recruit. It was that one, wasn't it? Where they started singing that and then it went into no, Go West. That's that's in the Navy. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to Pop Gaze, where we know all the facts about yeah. all the tracks. <laughs> I'm just a bit baffled. I'm sorry. I'm I'm very confused right now what's happening. At least it wasn't a cover of In the Brownies. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> In the Brownies. Ew. Ew. In the Scouts. I, I, I like Absolutely Fabulous. I don't hate it. It's just, yeah. It's a little bit cheap sounding, I think. It's a little bit. And it just goes on and on and on and on and on and on. Oh, my God. I'm, I, do you know what? I'm not, I'm not happy about this right now. You need for... You need to all just go and have a word with yourself, write yourself a letter, read it, and get over it because you're actually repulsing me. <laughs> Are you divorcing Tim? I'm divorcing both of them, Tim and Lee. That's just, I'm so, I don't even know why I'm that offended. I didn't write and sing this song, but I feel really personally attacked. <laughs> all right, Tim, we won't listen to that together. We'll play something else. Yeah, I don't know. I just remember at the time, I was just bored of it in the end. I think because it was such a big hit, it was overplayed. It certainly yeah. was played a lot. Mm. So, number two, 1993, they haven't had a hit like it since. So, there you go. Uh, I'd have only been, I think I would have learned about 12 then. So, I didn't hear it the way that you would have heard it going out, you know, clubbing and drinking. I loved it. You're all... I loved it. Did Jen McDonald cover this one as well? Oh, no. <laughs> no, that one, I can fully agree with. If that's the case, then by all means, divorce that. I'm going to Google this now, see if she did. If you <laughs> like that version more than you like the Pet Shop Boys version, I swear down the next time I see you, me and you are having words. Right, hang on. Jane McDonald. Go west. Go west. Because she did that MacArthur Park as well, didn't she? Oh, she did not. She's done oh. everything. Oh, <laughs> no, I can't. I can't, see, I can't see it. Oh, well then, thank thank gay Jesus because we don't need it. And if you're listening, Jane, we don't want it either. I'm I'm surprised she hasn't. But it was. It's kind of it's her thing, really, isn't it? It's kind of yeah. her vibe, isn't it? Yeah, I could really like see a Jane Micker. I'm trying to see. I was trying to see like Jane McDonald then. I no. did. Or she could start to start. Go west, life is peaceful. <laughs> Go west in the open air. Uh, no, we've got we've got Jai Ho, which was a highlight for me personally. <laughs> um, we've got Ray of Light, great. Yep. And we've got oh, my, oh, another Cake by the Ocean by Jay McDonald. Did you know what that song was? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but there is no Jane McDonald's things go west. I'm okay. starting a campaign. I think we should just leave Jay McDonald right there, if I'm perfectly honest. Bye, bitch. She has <gasps> done, I can't go to you. She has done Step Back in Time. Oh, she has done. It was bloody awful. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And do you know what? It's not even I don't like her as a person. I don't know her as a person, so I can't like not like her. But musically, no. Like oh, everything you said about it being like trash for not trash, like really campy and gimmicky and whatever for Go West. That is Jay McDonald. So the fact that you don't like Go West, you're just a hypocrite. So I take it we're never getting her on this show. By all means, get her on. I won't be here. It's fine. I'll be eating some <laughs> KFC. Like Good Jane McDonald. Oh, well. Anyway, so th- thanks for your choices, Tim. Th- those were great. Really. No worries. I think Tim's just made us all the most angriest we've been this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so we're going to go over to pop game number two for part number two. And uh, clouds drift away when they see him. Rain wouldn't dare to fall near him. Stray dogs don't bite. Birds start to sing. Lightnings don't strike. He suddenly brings bluer sky whenever he's around. It's Jason. Aww. Aww. Well, I sent the blue skies this week. Bloody melting. Even in Edinburgh. I know. What's the, what are the lyrics from that song from? Which one's that? Uh, that was from Miracles. Miracles? Oh, okay. Oh. And links yeah. into one of my favourite songs. <gasps> said by Sunita. Oh. Indeed. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> miracles, miracles. We miracles. nearly got through an entire <laughs> episode without Saul being mentioned. <laughs> well, funny you're saying that. I know. There's a wee link coming up. Yeah, there's a wee link coming up. Jason, let's yes. start with your snog choice, first of all. Okay, so my snog choice is from way, 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 way back. Originally released on the 23rd of June, 1997. So literally, was that 26 years? Oh, God. Yeah. Which is quite scary when I, when I think about it. Well, I think I was 14. I think I, I think I just turned 40 at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so this track was originally written... Uh, or it was composed by Leonard Bernstein with lyrics by Stephen Sondheim yeah. on oh, the 1957 yeah. Broadway musical West Side Story. So the Pet Shop Boys gave it their sparkle and my snog track is somewhere from the show West Side Story. in the the big ballad somewhere yes yes <laughs> Somehow. we did not know Yes. So they, they did a, a plinky plonky version. Marvellous. <laughs> it wasn't plinky plonky. It was absolutely amazing. They, they gave it a real a real kick up the backside and gave it a real lift uh, on this one. And the thing is, it was released back in 197. And the track itself, it reminds me 
of the last show that I directed at the Edinburgh Festival. And it reminds me of how I auditioned cast members to actually be in the show. Did you bum them while they thought we were There was no casting couch. But it was all <laughs> but it was talking about music and the Pet Show Boys was one of the things we actually talked about. So the the chap who got auditioned uh, and actually got the part in the play that was directing was a huge Pet Shop Boys fan. So I remember when you got him going absolutely mental when this song was released because it was huge. Absolutely huge at the time. So it always reminds me kind of back to August 1997. I didn't really remember this. I've had to go and look at it and I was like, mm. oh. I didn't right. even know it was a thing. So I think it was a single that was released on its own. It was. And then they went back and they added it on to when they did the re-release of Bilingual, the album yes. in 1998. Yeah. I think they kind of added it onto the track listing then. That's it. And it, it coincided with a, re- a residency at the Savoy yep. Theatre. Yeah. Yep. So they, I think they were, at the time they were probably one of the first. Um, mainstream pop groups who'd actually had a residency in a theatre in the West End. And isn't the video them preparing for that show? Yes, it is. Yeah, in black and white and kind of talking about stuff. It's quite, the thing is, it's it's actually quite funny because actually through it, you hear them actually talking and singing, kind of all the way through with the tracks playing. So it's actually a really good No, It's really good. And I didn't realise it had been recorded by so many people. There's a Mm. version by The Supremes. Yes. Is there? Oh, yeah, wow. there's a version by Phil Collins of all people. Oh, I didn't know that one. And then, of course, Barbara Streisand released a version. That's the only yeah. one that I thought existed. <laughs> yeah. I read this little quote the other day, and it says, I love this little quote from Neil Tennant. He'd been asked at the time why they recorded a cover version of it. Mm. And he replies, because we like it. <laughs> why not? Simple answer. Simple answer. Indeed. I like that. Straight to the point. Yeah. yeah. I remember having this on CD single and it was electric blue. It was a clear box with a, a little strip at the top, but the actual CD single was bright blue. So that's my snog track because it reminds me of the Edinburgh Festival. Oh, good choice. Cool. It is indeed. But um, thinking about your marriage choice then, so what song are you committing to A Life of Wedded Bliss? A Life of Wedded Bliss. Well, I, I, I must have about 30 tracks that are that live rent-free in my head, and this is definitely one of them. Now, the Pet Show Boys wrote the track, but not initially for them. So the track was originally released in 1988 uh, as as the first single from a debut album from a pop group called Eighth Wonder. So the track was originally sang by Patsy Kenzett, and the track is I'm Not Scared. I think I remember that. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember that one. Answer. I remember that answer. I'm not scared. 
baby. Yes, that one. Mm. And she, she she speaks in French all the way through it. Well, she she does. Does. L- l- little bits, little snippets throughout it. Yeah, yes. them. Yes, yes, that's yeah. it. Album Fearless. Yeah, Fearless. Take yes, these dogs away from, from me. me. So the the track itself was written by Chris and Neil, and here's here's a tenuous link to Stopgate and Waterman. Mm. It was co-produced or produced by Phil Harding. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Phil Harding did. A lot of the remixes I'm producing for PWL, Stock Aitman and Waterman. And I think Ian Curnow did the keyboards or something on it as Probably well. Probably, so. yeah. that wouldn't surprise me. So when it was originally released, it got to number seven in the UK charts by Eighth Wonder. But the Pet Shop Boys also recorded their own version, and mm. it was added onto their introspective album. I've just been um, checking it out. The single. The single. Um, <laughs> I think I kind of like the Eighth Wonder version of it a little bit more, only because it's a bit more um, authentic. I know that yeah. sounds a little bit weird, but it, it seems a little bit authentic. Yeah. The thing is, I always found the Pet Shop Boys version of it, it was good, but underwhelming. Yeah. But the version that they did for Eighth Wonder is amazing, and there's a cracking remix of it. Oh, nice. Which is just brilliant. So that came out, what, 1988? So how long ago is that? I would have been 16, so that's like 35 years ago. So I've been listening to the same song for 35 years. No, but that's cool, though. I like that. I like when you can a song can come all the way through your life with you. Yeah, I, I really don't think that song can age. You could rework it and release it now, yeah. and it would yeah. feel current. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the beauty of some of the Pet Shop Boys stuff. And it's a shame for Eighth Wonder because their star burned brightly for a very short time because uh, I think they maybe only had one or two more singles after this. They did. And then they kind of died a death. Yeah. I think in interviews she said she only did it as a favour to her brother because it was a brother's band. So she That's right, like, yeah, yes. All right, okay. right, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, I remember Patsy Kensett being such a cool chick. She was. She was, like, very hip and... Mm-hmm. Um, she was gorgeous. Yes, Bordeaux-esque. Is she the one that was an actress? She was yeah. in Casualty. Casualty, yeah. Didn't she date one of the Gallagher brothers? Yes, she had children by him. She did. Yeah. Right, okay. Right. Yeah. I think I know what you mean. So, Jason, thinking about divorce then, what song are you chucking in the bin? Okay, so this one, this one was released in 1988, and to me it feels like one of their forgettable ones. They, the two tracks prior to that, they'd had two number ones in a row, so they were kind of hoping to get their third number one in a row with this one. But it peaked at number seven. And the track that I would divorce is Domino Dancing. You piece of filth. Oh, no, no. Defend yourself, Jason. Defend it. Well, I I just thought... You can't. See, that was it. I ran (laughs) out. I'm sitting here stroking my pussy like Bluefelt. Give me a minute to warm up. Well, I don't agree. Well, thinking about their other tracks, ones that had a real hook to them, this one didn't have a hook. 
I, I went through the lyrics and I just felt it was a bit bland. You either connect to it or you don't. Oh, absolutely. You like what you likes and you don't. What you don't is what Lee's been thinking from his own hymn book. Yeah. Preach, preach, preach. Sometimes you're right and sometimes you're wrong. You know, as Tim's singing Go West, I'm going, watch them off of the Yeah, I think there was also like a kind of quote where they were all kind of panicking because it only got to number seven. Yeah. If a Pet Shop Boys track got to number seven nowadays, folk would get the flags out. Yeah. Well, absolutely. It's a bit yeah. basic. Bitch. Shut up. <laughs> Go and eat a pie. Oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, Bobby's head and some pee wet. Oh, not pee wet. No, not the pee wet. Definitely a Bobby's head. I have no idea what that is, but I, I'll, just, I'll just nod my head and pretend. <laughs> I don't think you ever want to know. <laughs> anyway, Jason, thank you very much for those choices. Um, so we're going to go over to our final pot game for the whole episode. The whole episode. Yeah, and I, I mean, I wonder who that could be. I bet it's <gasps> something brilliant. I bet it's someone so sexy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've already had my turn. <laughs> You're the sloppy bottom. I said sexy, not demented. I think you say as a as a daddy pop gay. Um, well, yeah. Well, let me tell you. Um, I mean, I don't like country and western. I don't like rock music. I don't like I don't like rockabilly or rock and roll particularly. I don't like much really, do I? But what I do like, I love passionately. It's me. <laughs> I don't know what accent that's supposed to be. It's kind of Yorkshire. That weren't too bad. No, you did all right. It's all right. I was looking at your face to see if one was hide had fallen down. I thought you were having a stroke. I think I think you sounded a bit um, Lancashire, Yorkshire yeah. crossover. Then so where's Chris Lowe from? Blackpool. No, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Is he? No, he is. Once up in Newcastle. What, what was um? Blackpool have got this Chris Lowe Street or something. Really? Mm. Anyway, I kind of gave him a kind of Yorkshire accent there. I think you did. But that you was did. from. Anybody know the song that that comes from? No, no. It's from the original version of Paninaro, not the '95 oh, okay. remix. So there you go. Anyway, okay. yes, it's me. It's me. Hurrah for me. Hooray. So, yes, yeah, so for my snog choice, this was the one that I did have the most trouble choosing, and I was back and forth between this song and another song. And the song that I didn't choose in the end was Can You Forgive Her? Because I just absolutely love that. And I didn't choose it for today's episode because that was one of the songs that I ended up mentioning in our one of our Glitter Beam episodes. So, oh. um, you may have heard that already or you may have still to hear it. Who knows? And if you've not, why not? Um, and all I'll say is that that particular song deserves all the accolades for the line which says, she made you some kind of laughing stock because you dance to disco and you don't like rock, which could be any of us. Mm. Any of us here tonight. Because you dance to disco and you like cock. You said you knew you were going to write that, but uh, <laughs> I'm nothing if reliable. So my actual choice for this episode is actually the song So Hard. Yeah. 
I absolutely love this. We do love snogging so hard. And um, so this was the first single from their fourth album. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, behaviour. And straight away you kind of notice that something's different because it still sounds like the Pet Shop Boys, but it maybe feels a bit harder than what we'd heard up until that point. And that might have something to do with the fact that it was co-produced by Harold Faltermeyer. Do you know what actually left fame? Hmm. He was one of the producers on it. So it's kind of like Pet Shop Boys with an edge, but it also blends it with a bit of tragedy. I find it really heartbreaking, this song. I think it's absolutely tragic. And when you listen to the song, it's about two people who are like in a relationship, and at least one of them, and in this case it's Neil, the singer, wanted monogamy in the relationship in spite of knowing full well that they don't have it. So, and it's like, and it's not even like it's like one-sided either. It's like the both of them, they're both keeping secrets from each other. And he's kind of going, you know, if we're going to do this, can we just try not to hurt each other in the process? And it's just a bit quite sad almost. You know what I mean? Do you know what? We see it every single day. Do <laughs> I do. I, is, is, that a, is that a lyric? Does not social media. Like, listen, I see... Oh. The all all of the situations, it all comes out. The, the thing is, we've all got different views on, on the merits of monogamy, right? And whatever works for you and all of that kind of stuff. Yep. And I kind of wondered in the song whether he's actually just saying, look, let's just be more discreet about it. He's kind of going, look, it's obvious, but we, we kind of both know what's going on here, but can we just be a wee bit more careful about it and mm. not, not to kind of like rub each other's nose in it a little bit? But it does seem to be more than that because there's the line where he says... I'm always hoping that you'll be faithful, but you're not, I suppose. And then it kind of rhymes it with that brilliant line where they say, both giving up smoking because it's fatal. So whose matches are those? And you can just imagine, you know, coming back into, into the house and you're thinking, wait a minute, who does that belong to? Do you know what he needs? A Tesco delivery. Oh, yeah. Whose bags are those? Every little helps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just... I just love it. I just think it's a really touching and honest mm. song. They did like they disguised like sort of heavy emotional topics in disco bangers, and you didn't mm. always get that. You were kind of too busy kind of dancing at like Paul oh, because he doesn't listen to lyrics. Just no, I don't. dancing along. I'd have been then... like, ah, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> that was my snog choice so hard choice. absolutely love it thank you yeah and um so graham what's your marriage choice well actually what i'm going to do is if you don't mind i'm going to because i'd like to end the episode on a high oh. i'm going to do my divorce track first okay do you know what okay. you can do what you want graham yeah it's just the host privilege that's why i call it so if i'm honest i think my kind of divorce choice is definitely it's another controversial one right <gasps> i think i might get pelters for it because it's as admittedly it is a bit of a banger mm-hmm. and it's i wouldn't normally do this kind <gasps> of thing <laughs> Okay, Gareth, no, Lee's like, oh, I don't care. Tim is... Or oh, he's fuming. 
<laughs> Reese doesn't know whether he wants to like reach through the screen and give you a bit of a spanking. Reese has been holding something up, Joanna. It's a ruler. It is. is it like a ruler with a lobster on? With it. a lobster on it. Are you just Whoa. repeating everything I say? <laughs> why don't you shoot your face? I mean, I mean. So Tim, why do you love it then? And I'll tell you why I don't love it. No, you justify you first. Okay, and okay. Then I will just go and. And then you'll just annihilate it, right? So anyway, <laughs> um, I, I don't, again, I don't hate it. There's not very many Pet Shop Boys songs I don't like. But I do, again, it's kind of like the point we've already made tonight where we say the Pet Shop Boys do walk a fine line between fun camp and mm. then trashy camp to yeah. cheesy camp mm. from time to time. And on this particular song, I think they've just kind of stepped over that line a little bit to the point it's a wee bit naff. Like a filler. Mm. Does it feel like a filler track? No, I don't know whether it feels like a filler. It just feels a bit kind of like twee. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, and mm. I think it's, it may have something again to do with the video because this is mm. the video where they're doing the little homage to the 60s and they've all got kind of like Smithy's wigs on and they're just mm. like prancing <laughs> out. And I'm just like, <laughs> no, don't. I just, I mean, again, I don't hate it, but I would probably skip it. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit happy together by Jason Donovan. It's like kind of <laughs> It is yeah, a bit, yeah. yeah. Or or kind of like all I wanna do. Oh well I quite like all I wanna do is make you made, to be fair. See this bin I've got here, I'm gonna take the lid off, put your opinion in it, and close it and throw it Tim. I like it when Tim goes like dead butch and masterful. It's I think that's actually quite a nice way of dealing with your feelings, Tim. <laughs> I'm going to squat it out later. Oh, oh lovely. <laughs> what a normal you do this kind of thing. Pretty, pretty, pretty. This has become, this is going to become the thing for the rest of the podcast history, this. Every, time <laughs> Every episode will be in it now. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, I I agree with you. It's not. I don't hate it, but I don't. I don't love it. Okay. Well, that's good because that wasn't nearly as controversial as it could have been. So I'm quite pleased about that. So well done. But oh my god, so Levo's like wanting more and our nipples tingling. What's going well, on? Well, well, I'm hoping you all know <coughs> this track because I absolutely just think this is a stunning track. Mm-hmm. And and like I say, I did. I wanted to end the episode on a high, and I only found out recently that this song was written during the writing sessions for their album Elysium which was out in 2012 oh, I love the sound of uh, that uh, um, and there's no way that this track would have fit on that album so I'm glad that they kind of held it over so eventually it came out on their album Electric in 2013 and it's the closing track on that particular album and it's called Vocal and Hey.
So who knows it? I heard it today for the first time. Oh, no. But I'm going to listen to it now. Well, you better listen to it. I absolutely love it. It's just like completely epic song. And again, because it's off the Electric album, it's on for ages. It's like six and a half minutes long. Mm. And like a lot of that album, it's a bit of a throwback to kind of like dance rave music back when it was properly in its imperial phase. So basically it's a song about being in a nightclub and they're playing all the best tunes and all your favourite people are there and you're just the happiest you've ever been and it's like proper euphoria. You're living your best life right there in that moment and it just builds and like Paul's doing right now, he is dancing along to vocal but <laughs> he is raving. He is raving Davy Gravy right now. Oh my God, that is a slow bill, but oh my days, it goes off. <laughs> It doesn't, it just, it just builds and builds and builds to the point that I think it even goes past the joy to the point of it mm. always being quite poignant. Yeah, I went to one of their concerts and they did this live and they kind of, it was just like this intense... Was it fire? With like laser beams. No, and... but was it fire? What do you mean fire? fire? Did it feel like <laughs> fire? Did it feel dead exciting? Because that track would make me want to like push someone over no. if they're not moving. <laughs> it was good. I didn't make me want to, to emoliate myself. I'd be pushing you over. I'd be like, why are you not moving? I was moving, Paul. I wasn't, but I like was, fire? I don't know what you mean when you say fire. I, I, was, I was going, Woo! I wasn't on fire. I was just... It's no. a sloppy bottom on fire. Oh, God. Oh, I am vibing to that. Thank you very much I for like introducing to that to my life because that is going on a playlist. It's a great tune and I went to see them on the electric tour and that was the last track that they did. So that was like their last encore track. And whenever I make a PSB playlist, I always put it right on the end as well because it's just like a great track to finish it all. Is that the album that had We Are The Pop Gays? No, no We Are The Pop. No, oh. I think that was super. That was Yeah, on. it was super. It was super. Pop Kids. Yes, <laughs> yeah. but that's, yeah, but it's how we were born, everyone. Yeah. Oh, well, good choice. That's when I thought I'd finish it off today. Anthemic. Oh, I feel really yes. excited. Yes. yes. Every track has a vocal and that makes a change. Mm. Let's do a little kind of shout out. We've got a few more shout outs from our social media followers. And then if anybody's got some honorable mentions, let's just throw I them do. out here. Good. So, do so I. genuinely so sorry if you can hear my neighbours having sex because that's what's happening right now. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Did they sound as if they're enjoying it? it, it well, she sounds like she's burnt her ass on cooker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> How does that go? She's being very vocal. It sounds like. <laughs> and I should not be making that noise because then. That noise does not sound like she's having pleasure. <laughs> like I'm saying, she's burnt her ass on cooker. She's being very vocal. She is. Uh, see what I like. Yeah, see what I did to her then. She wants some new shoes and a handbag. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Moving on from Paul's neighbours shagging. Let's um, divulge more choices from our followers. So who wants to go first with this this one from KG at Say Something? I will. Um, so yeah, KG, um, you only tell me you love me when you're drunk. And only Patch Up Boys could have a song with that kind of title, Outstanding Pop. I agree with that. What a great song that is. Um, so who's next? I'll take this one. So this is Ethan Christopher Hart at Ethan78. I personally preferred Can You Forgive Her from this album, but I'm here for the undersung heroes of the PSB back catalogue. In particular, the Unholy Trinity, Neil Tennant, The Red Boy Years, Opportunities, <laughs> Let's Make Lots of Money, Rent and Domino Dancing. Woo! Big up the Domino Dancing. 
Let's make lots of money. I love that song. Yeah. Opportunity is a great tune. I bloody yeah. love it as well. And I think this is our last one from Martin. Let me read it out because I love Martin. <laughs> I do know him. He's my friend. Um, Martin, mate. M8. It's quite cute. Uh, snog. Was it worth it? Marry. Yep. I wouldn't normally do this kind of thing. Taste. Divorce. Winner. I don't know winner. I don't know winner. But maybe we don't need but no we don't need to. Well we, yeah. we had we had a late entry uh, oh. this afternoon from Vinin Naspin. So his choices are so because he said a very offensive thing about us afterwards. Snog jealousy, marry suburbia, avoid winner. So it must be one that people don't like. Mm. Um and he said, looking forward to the old gays slugging off another <laughs> music topic. I mean giving a critique of the music. Um, <laughs> the is. I represent that remark. Yeah, yeah, and we did have another one, but I can't find it now. Who was this person uh, again? Um, this was Vinaspin. Vinaspin, get in the bin. Vinaspin. And I replied, <laughs> the bin. I replied, the pop case do not slag, we critique. <laughs> and he replied, <laughs> now he replies, of course you do, and I greatly enjoy it. So oh, that's all right then. You can get back out of the bin again now. You didn't tell me that part. What did Cameron say? I'm sure Cameron responded. Did he not? Oh, he actually does, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he did. Oh, sorry, Cameron. We missed you. If that's the case. Oh, we've no. got another one from Ethan Christopher Hartley. Did we already have him or not? Yeah, yeah. We spot probably too him. late, but there's too many to now do. So we'd love to do snog. What have I done to deserve this? Marry Savida A. I like that one. <gasps> yeah, A and divorce. DJ culture. Well, that was wrong. So that's that's the end of his promotion on the. Oh, that's it. <laughs> well. Okay, we've got a little bit of time left. Who's mm -hmm. got any honourable mentions? Because I've got three. I'll go last. Mm -hmm. I've got I've got one. I've got one, and that's in the night. From the clothes show. Oh, well, yeah. I remember it before the clothes show. <laughs> but yes, it was using the clothes show. Yeah. So every time I hear it, I feel like I'm on a catwalk. I just have to mince down. Is that the one that used to be filmed in Birmingham? Yeah. Nowhere. With Selena Scott. Love that. Was it Jeff Banks? It was on that mm. as well. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. Um, are you holding your hand up, Tim? Yeah. Are you we, yeah. or do you want to give us a choice? I've been listening to the... um greatest hits that come out on friday like yesterday and today because there's just so many tracks uh but a couple that stuck out was uh i get along From the release album they totally slowed it down and it, it, i think it's a beautiful song and then talking about how music takes you to a place i heard the pop kids 
and I thought of the Pop Gaze because that song was around mm-hmm. at the time when we started being born. And I thought, yeah, the yeah. pop days have come a long way. Yeah, that was sweet. I have some honourable mentions. I'm going to go with Being Boring because that is a really, a, a rare slow Pet Shop Boys song, but it's re- quite meaningful and quite sad. And we were never being boring. We were And then kind of bringing it a little bit more up today, I'm going to go for um, the one that they did with um, that the rapper guy um, that went Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That the, is it. Is it? Is it called Frank David? David. What? Frank David. Frank David. Didn't Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday played Salita. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, I went you for the weekend, and then in example, example, does the rap in the middle of it? Yeah. What was that one called? Thursday. The Thursday. Yeah, that one. I thought you meant that track where he sings, I met this girl on Monday, took her for a drink on Tuesday. We were making love by Wednesday. <laughs> no. <laughs> And Thursday, Sunday. Sunday, chill on Sunday. I really like the one where it goes, How am I gonna get through? Which one's that one? What have I done to deserve this? Oh, I love that song. Yeah, what a song. I'm quite surprised mm. no one of us picked that tonight. And what's the one where the the woman sings? I'm probably singing the same song. And then she comes in and she's dead famous, or she was famous. And That's just the same song. What's that That's one? Stin- is that the same song? I deserve this, yeah. Oh, I really love that song. Didn't they produce in private for her? Yeah, they did, yes. Oh, I love that song as well. Yep. So my honourable mention is a classic, uh, not just for the Pet Shop Boys, but it was—I think they covered it actually. Um, always on my mind. Right, yeah. Christmas number song. one, 1987. It's another melancholic mover. Mm. Melancholic mover. 
Hey, they, they just sprinkled the magic on that one. It was just... Um, they, they, they produced a lot of stuff for, for the people. They've done stuff for Liza Minnelli, which was oh, amazing. Yeah. Don't draw bombs, all that kind of yeah. stuff. I liked the kind of side project, Electronic, that Neil Tennant was part of. And yes. some of those tracks, they were really good. They did a track for Tina Turner, and funnily enough, it sounds like a Pet Shop Boys song with Tina Turner singing on it, <laughs> as they tend to do. Yeah. So that yeah, good. We we enjoyable topic. Oh, I've was tonight. It's been yeah. so nice. So I'm going to give you my last honourable mentions, though. Are we exciting? Go on, because exactly. I've got yes. three. Anyway, so and that's in addition to Can You Forgive Her, which I've already mentioned, mm-hmm. um, and somebody else already already mentioned Left to My Own Devices, which is another one I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first of my three is a track called Bilingual called Metamorphosis. Who knows that? No. No. Well, I'm going to insert a little snippet of it right here, right now. Oh, lovely. And it's just bloody brilliant. It's a bit of a coming out story, a bit tongue in cheek. Camp is a row of Christmas tits. That's what I wrote about Christmas that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I just love it. <laughs> the other track is Integral, which is a, a right from the yeah. album Fundamental. Sterile, immaculate, rational. And it was the song that they released when the UK was banging on about introducing ID cards. And uh, the shop boys were like, we're not having any of that. We're just going to sing a bit of a protest song. Uh, so that's my second honorary mention. And my last one is, I don't know what you want, but I can't give it anymore. What a lovely track that is. And again, it's a bit of a sad song in the style of So Hard from the Nightlife album. They definitely come out with some really interesting song titles, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a bit of their staple that their albums are all one word and then their singles are like going for 20 words. I'm (laughs) loving that. (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm going to have to do some... um, Listening to Pet Shop Boys, I mean, like I said earlier, I'm a massive fan of some of their old... You know, about yeah. old chart releases, but I've never actually delved into their discography as deep as some other other people have. And from what I've heard to, tonight, we've got some really good, really good songs mm-hmm. out there. Fundamentals a good album as well. I've had minimal stuck in my head all day. M I N I M A minimal, minimal, all day long. Could be worse. Could be minimal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a blast from the past. But it's a last for the past. <laughs> Google that one. That, yeah. That, that'd be a laugh. Manimal. Anyway. So that's it, dear listeners. 
we've reached the end of another wonderful episode. It's reached the end of our Pet Shop Boys special episode. Were we wrong about any of our choices? Is there something that we missed out and we should have included? If you have any ideas for any future episodes, please let us know. And thank you, everybody who listens. We don't say this often enough in our in our podcast. Oh, we thank you. You know, we just say, right, that's it. We're off. See you the next time. And we don't yes. say thanks a lot for listening. We don't we... say it ever, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean to say that we don't feel gratitude to our lovely people who listen to our podcast mm-hmm. and follow us on, on social media and on all of that good stuff. So thank you. If it wasn't for you, who would we be recording this podcast for? Nobody. Just ourselves getting together. Yeah, just ourselves loving each yeah. other. We love yeah. it. But yeah, but we are going to be back soon with another podcast episode. And if you can't wait, just a reminder, we're on Glitterbeam. Go and listen to us on there every Friday evening from 10pm until midnight. It's a party. Yeah. Yeah, and no swearing. No swearing. <laughs> no fucking swearing. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't have anything special to... to was to end the episode I on. think we should all sing in the style of Tim, You Were Always On My Mind. So how did it go? So who wants to go first with this this one from KG at Say Something? You've not shared it, my darling. Oh, what? Can you not just read my mind? No. No. I thought I had done. What the bloody hell have I done? It was, mm-hmm. it was just all too exciting, wasn't it? Here we go. Can you see that now? No. 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 Uh, it should appear in a wee minute. <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. <laughs>